Good morning and welcome to Fitzroy Sunday Worship in another different place. Perhaps you'll hear some of the birds singing behind me. We're in the Manse Garden and it's good to welcome Fitzers to service as normal on a uh, Sunday morning. Uh, Also nice to have so many others who watched this last week from all over the world. So if you're watching this either live with us on Sunday morning or during the week, you're very welcome. And we do pray that you will get something out of this service this morning in Fitzroy. If you can bear with us for a thing we do every Sunday called Fitzroy Family Focus, you'll be glad to know I don't have a queue of people to my right. But I'm going to mention a few things that are happening because grace and imagination are running wild in Fitzroy at the minute. And we're finding different ways to do things. So here's a few things that we're going to do during the week that is ahead. First of all, from Tuesday, because I'm going to take Monday off if I can. Uh, And Tuesday at 2 o'clock Janice and I are going to be live on Facebook so if you go into the Fitzroy Facebook page on Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon then you'll be able to come in and uh, see our little faces we'll say a few things you can ask us a few questions and um, we'll be able to uh, just get some time with you uh, as a congregation so please feel free to do that on uh, Tuesday at 2 then we're going to have a Zoom Fitzroy prayer meeting on Tuesday night at 7pm if you want to come to that prayer meeting you're going to have to send me your email address please do that so that I can send you an invite on Zoom and if you have that available on your uh, laptop top then you'll be able to come and pray with us as a congregation on Tuesday night at seven Uh, and then also there's a a ladies night on Friday night the women of the congregation have been getting together and they want to invite all the women in Fitzroy um, to come and chat just over again zoom so if you want to join them with in that conversation then if you could send your email um, to Janice or Eileen McEwen that would be that would be really that would be really good if you want to know how to give because there's no plate today uh, then and Fitzroy goes on and they still pay me apparently during this so if you want to give then go into the coronavirus uh, section of our uh, members website and they will tell you there the ways that you can give to Fitzroy and also to contribute to our emergency fund for things that are going on in the neighbourhood at this moment in time and finally I'm very excited to announce that Gary Burnett has done a little series on Paul Paul in 10 and that will start this evening at 7 o'clock that's Sunday at 7 o'clock and the first one he's doing on Paul will be about anxiety so it might be perfect for this particular time as we move to worship I want to thank um, June and Lawrence Andrews and their daughter Claire Nickel who are doing this morning's worship and uh, Paul Bowman will appear in with a song as we go as well the theme for today really is where is God where is God in all of this it's a question I've been asked this week it's a question you're maybe asked an awful lot of the time it's a question you're maybe asking yourself well we're going to be considering Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 and 2 as one of the answers to that right at the outset of the Bible it says in the beginning when God created the heavens and earth the earth was formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep and the spirit of God swept over the face of of the waters where was God in the beginning where was God in Jesus where is God with us now in coronavirus we'll be thinking about that a little bit later on but let us worship God let's stand to sing oh no no you don't have to do that let us continue to sit to sing our first praise this morning
pray together in this time of uncertainty and our particular focus this morning will be on education which has experienced like so many other sectors so much disruption in the last few weeks. Let's pray together. Lord we pray for all of us as we face an uncertain future and we pray that you would be with us over the next days and weeks as we face many challenges we couldn't even have considered uh, days or even weeks ago. This morning we think particularly of our education sector and we lift before you now all of our young people who've had their school year uh, so disrupted. We pray particularly for those vulnerable students, uh, those for whom school is the place that provides their safety and their security. We pray for those children with special needs who get uh, special Uh, provision in their schools and here and now without that Lord protect them in this time provide for them that stability and that provision give people creativity insight and wisdom as to how we can do that in this time of social distancing and keeping apart we pray for our young people who were due to take high stakes exams GCSE, A-level, finals. We just pray for the uncertainty surrounding that. Lord, give them your peace. Give them your sense of being able to wait and be patient as they work out what the future will hold. 
And we pray for those young people who are cut off from their friends and not able to socialise in the way that they're used to and are finding that very difficult. Lord, again, give them creativity in how they connect with others and inspire them as they find ways to support each other and to support uh, maybe older family members, grandparents, etc., who can't get out. Um, Pray for our young people as they uh, come up with creative ways of keeping in touch. Lord, we pray for our teachers and all in the workforce and schools uh, whose lives have changed immeasurably. We pray for those trying to put in place the provisions that are needed, trying to take on board remote learning, something they've never done before, or uh, opening schools for students other than their own, or facing working at weekends or uh, during Easter. We just pray that you would be with them in all that they do. And Lord, we pray too for parents and families as they cope with this new routine of having children at home all day. Lord, free them from the burden of guilt of thinking they have to replicate the school experience. Um, Help families to have a new rhythm of living and learning together. Again, we pray for creativity and patience and wisdom in structuring days for families together. And Lord, we pray for leaders and those in the Department of Education and uh, other organisations, exam boards, etc., who are having to make big decisions about what the future will hold for this cohort of young people. How they manage uh, remote learning, remote exams, assessment. Uh, Lord, give them the wisdom and the courage that they need to make major decisions uh, very quickly. Lord, there's so much uncertainty at the moment. And we just pray for all of those involved in all of the sectors. And again, we lift before you particularly education this morning. Lord, give us your grace and your wisdom and your insight and your peace. In your name we pray. Amen. Good morning. My name is Heather and Steve has asked me to read Psalm 69 verses 1 through 3 and then 13 through 18. I'm going to be reading out of the English Standard Version, in case you want to follow along. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary with crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim waiting for my God. But as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, at an acceptable time, O God, in the abundance of your steadfast love, answer me in your saving faithfulness. Deliver me from sinking in the mire. Let me be delivered from my enemies and from the deep waters. Let not the flood sweep over me or the deep waters swallow me up or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, O Lord. For your steadfast love is good. According to your abundant mercy, turn to me. Hide not your face from your servant, for I am in distress. Make haste to answer me. Draw near to my soul. Redeem me. Ransom me because of my enemies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Goodness me, I haven't preached in the open air for many a long year and this is a strange way again to preach. So hopefully on a phone and with all the different rhythms we'll get somewhere. Uh, Many of you have kindly been following us on a journey uh, personally as a family we've had since just before Christmas time when our uh, dear friend Lucia, uh, 20 years of age, neighbour in Ballycastle, soulmate of uh, Jasmine and Caitlin, um, had her fourth liver operation. And uh, many of you have thankfully on WhatsApp been following that with prayer and praying for her and keeping up. And it's been a long journey, you know, nearly three months since that liver operation. She's still in ICU and uh, the, the, the movement is so, so slow. And for a long time, I guess I could see Lucia uh, there in King's Hospital in London with her, her dad, David, her mum, Rachel, and her sister, Alice. They've been there for three months, almost in this little cocoon. Um, and this little side ward as she's at at the minute in ICU and the way I saw it was that we on the outside um, were sending in our prayers and sending in our greetings and sending in all the stuff we had from the healthy outside but in the last two weeks that seems to have turned around for me now I'm looking to Lucia for wisdom now I'm looking to Lucia who's been on this journey through the last two or three months of isolation And I'm seeing things in her journey just a couple of months ahead of us that I'm finding that no longer are we sending in 
are blessings to her, but that she and her family are sending out blessings to us. And David writes beautiful updates on Lysia, and I've learned so much from those. We almost read them at tea time in our house as almost a, a, a devotional. And this week he sent me what was really a devotional that he didn't write. It was from his friend Enderjit Bogle. Now, you might know Enderjit because he was the head of Corrymeela for a few years here in Northern Ireland. But Enderjit wrote a piece this last week, not for coronavirus per se, it was written on the anniversary of St. Oscar Romero's murder in El Salvador, uh, which happened 40 years ago on the 24th of March. And yes, I'm sure that um, uh, when he was writing it, that Enderjit was thinking about coronavirus too. Because Enderjit asked the question at the start of this little blog, uh, where is God? And then he says that for him, I'm going to quote this in my view, that's Enderjit's view, the first two verses of the Bible are the key to unlock the rest of it. These two verses are a summary of what follows and the rest of the Bible illustrates the summary. Use the wisdom of these two verses, he says, to reflect on where you find yourself and he offers a few thoughts. So those verses that I read at the outset of this morning's service. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the heavens and the earth were formless and void and darkness covered the face of the deep and... Where was God? The Spirit of God swept over the face of the waters. Here we are. Everything's formless, void, dark and deep. That's not God. That's separate from God. But God is in the midst. God is creating something in the darkness and the deep and the void. And I've been considering that all week. Metaphorically, my Bible started to flick the pages of the, uh, my mind started to flick the, the pages of the Bible. I, I wanted to know, is, is this right? Is this a great summary of the rest of the scriptures? And I found that it was. I found that you find that most of the Bible is written when people are in darkness or the depths of something. Even Psalm 40 that we sang in church when we were, you remember those old days when we could meet together and we had a full band? And we did U2's version of Psalm 40 and we were waiting for God. To, to find us in the pit in the miry clay. The Bible's always dealing with people who are in dark and void and depths. And in the midst of all of it, there's God creating something at work. And then I move very quickly to uh, John chapter 1. And you'll know that for me as, as a kind of a, as someone who loves music and art and poetry, that, uh, that John's words just seem to resonate far better with me. But I was taken to John chapter 1 and verse 1. So in the beginning we have in Genesis 1, the beginning of all things, and then we come to the beginning of Jesus' ministry at the start of John. And we find that in John chapter 1, um, that uh, we're back in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all humankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Where is God in those verses? God is a light shining in the darkness. The darkness is something separate, and the light of God shines into it. We find that in the incarnation, Jesus comes into the midst of the deep and the void and the darkness and he comes to shine a light and we know that the gospel according to John is full of darkness and light and so I think John maybe gets the picture best of all of where is God that favorite verse of mine in verse 14 
the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. If we want to know where God is in all of this, then we only have to see that he is among us, that he is dwelling with us as I keep going on and on about. And then, of course, we could go to what's happening in a couple of weeks as we come into to Easter week. We could go to the foot of the cross and there we will find that Jesus is dwelling in the very heart of our human suffering, empathising with us on the cross, sympathising with us on the cross, dealing with the darkness of the world, dealing with the depths of sin and evil and sickness and all the anxiety that's going on in the world. Right there in the mire and the clay, God is. And God is hovering over the dark. Do you remember that moment on Good Friday when it all went dark? Where was God in the dark? God was creating. In the same way that he created in Genesis 1, God was hovering over the dark to create resurrection. Heather read from us earlier from Psalm 69. And I think what that does is it makes personal this theology of Genesis chapter 1 and this theology of the gospel according to John, this theology of the rest of the Bible. Because this idea of darkness and depths and void, we all find ourselves in. And the psalmist finds himself in it personally. Save me, O God, for the waters are up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the floods and the, the waters and the floods engulf me. Rescue me from the mire. Do not let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me from the deep waters. Do not let the flood waters engulf me or the depths swallow me up or the pit close its mouth over me. Answer me, Lord, out of the goodness of your love and your great mercy, turn to me. Here is a human one person, subjectively in the dark, in the depths and in the void. And they are looking for God And where will they find God? They will find God loving them in the midst of whatever that suffering is. Oh, Psalm 69 is a psalm for the valley of the shadow of the coronavirus times. It's a psalm that we could pray this week as we go through it. As we fear what's up ahead, that we learn to trust God in it. And we pray for God to rescue us from the deep. We pray to see the creativity of God in the darkness and the depths and the void of the times that we're living in because as C.S. Lewis put it so wonderfully I think if we look closely enough we will find that Aslan is on the move and that as in Genesis God in the darkness and the void and the depths created the world and as in the gospels he created the kingdom of God and the church so he is Emmanuel with us and God is creating in the dark two conclusions the first one is that we learn the trust of Psalm 69, the trust that we thought about in Psalm 23 last week, that we use this as a prayer in the week to come, that we see in the depths of the dark that God is hovering, that God is creating, that we can trust in this God because we have the robustness of the story of salvation from Genesis through the Old Testament into John and on into the hope that we have ahead of us. And then our call to follow that God. We are an Easter people and in two weeks time we're going to try and create on Easter Sunday an absolute celebration of resurrection. We're going to try in the little studios of Fitzroy Television to give us that feeling that Jesus has risen from the dead. Oh we believe it. We really do believe it. But let's remember that the world that we live in is mostly lived out on a Friday. 
We live among grief. We live among sin. We live amongst crime. We live in a world of war and famine and coronaviruses. We always are living with Friday. Oh yes, we have the hope of resurrection. And oh yes, we have the hope of the end of the story that we live in, that story from Genesis through to resurrection. But for the time being, we are called to be the Jesus who identifies with those who are suffering identifies with those who are in need identifies with the homeless that we have around us at this moment in Fitzroy that this week we've been able to do something to get them some food with the food bank that if you look on the website over the next few days Brenda's prayers for the food bank that's just uh, being besieged by people in need we want to identify with the suffering we want to not only find out where God is in this but we want to be with God in the finding out we want to identify with God as he hovers over this dark deep void and we want to be creating with him something beautiful and something loving and something powerful and something of the kingdom in these dark days I was looking for a conclusion and I didn't have one and then Richard came to the door and he pressed the doorbell and we'd locked the outside door so I shut the inside door of the manse and I hadn't the key to get out to Richard so I was caught with literally two steps Um, out door not open door behind me not open and I felt that I was between Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday I felt for the time being I was caught between what Christ has achieved for us behind us And what is not yet complete ahead of us. We want to know where God is. Then we know he's hovering over the darkness. And the depth and the void. And then we need to hear him saying. Follow me. Follow me. So that you might be where I am. Doing what I'm doing. As Jesus put it. Being about our father's business. Let's pray together. Our God, we thank you that we can believe that you were a God who hovered over the darkness and created the world with your words. We thank you that we can believe that that word became flesh and lived for a time among us, going into the very darkness of our suffering on the cross so that you could rescue us from the darkness and the void and the depths that we live in. Help us to see you in the midst of the dark. Help us to see you hovering over the dark and being creative. Help us to identify with you and to follow you into the heart of that suffering. Help us in these days to be those who will be creative like you're creative. To create the things of the kingdom of God that the world might know where you are at this time and all times. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us close with oceans. When those oceans are trying to pull us down, then we have a trust that God is in the midst.
So thank you for joining us this morning. Um, as I said last week, uh, there's no prayer ministry over to our left, but do send any prayers you have uh, in to us and we will uh, do some praying for you. Uh, refreshment, let's get our own now and have a cup of tea after that and um, we'll hopefully see you again next week. Let's just pray together as we close. Our God, we pray that you would be with us in the week ahead, whatever those anxieties are, whatever the sense of isolation might be, Whatever it is that we're doing, whoever it is we're caring for or praying for, we pray that you would be with us, that we would know the presence of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with us in every moment of the week that is ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.